While Fuller House may be a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast where we're living la vida loca. I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. Guys, what the fuck was this episode? I mean that in the best possible way, by the way. Well, you prefaced this with, this is my favorite Fernando moment ever. So I was immediately excited. Yes, and that's at the very beginning of the episode. So we'll get to that I soon. W- but. I was about to say, this episode starts big. Yes. Oh, and yeah. then, But then I was like, does this episode ever get less crazy and weird? No. No. It's always crazy. Yes, it is always crazy. Yeah. Yes, it is always crazy. No, it does not get, uh, it does not go down in intensity. No, it starts at a high. <laughs> we keep on going. It starts on a high and it just, it just keeps up that high for a solid 20 minutes. Like, and like a roller coaster that starts really high and maintains the same level, which might be a train. <laughs> I might be thinking yeah. of a train. <laughs> so maybe it's not so much a roller coaster is what it's, you're saying. <laughs> it's more so just like a very smooth. Yeah. You know when you got that thing, you sit in it, it's on rails, and I, it's just one level with say, no twists and turns. <laughs> I, I was going to say it's a very smooth ride, but in reality, no, it's not. Uh, it's really just like, it's like a roller coaster, and it's like that first drop of a roller coaster, but that first drop just never ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just going just fall. It's like it's like you're just free falling. We're go- honestly. We're going downhill and screaming the entire way. I feel yes. like these analogies are just losing themselves. Yeah. Like they become do- the roller coaster. <laughs> Harrison, do you have one? Do you have an analogy you want to throw out? Uh, these analogies have become the roller coaster and that they become a crazy ride where we realize that the roller coaster has become the analogies. But when you think about it, Aren't we all the roller coaster in a way? We're all Maybe the, roller the real coaster. roller coaster was the friends we made along the way. It's about the journey and not the destination. Yeah. Well, let's let's go <laughs> to both the peak of the episode and that first the beginning of the episode. Yeah, the oh, the peak of God. the episode and the high start of that roller coaster. Everything is downhill from here. It is okay. Mark if I may, if I may take this. Yeah. Uh, so it starts off, we got our main cast all in the living room, minus the, the children. Uh, also, CJ's here. Remember CJ? You know, Steve's she, fiance. She ha- even, She's here, too. Even though there have been episodes where we are planning Steve's wedding, she has been a non-presence. Yeah, I think this is like yeah. the first time she showed up in all of season three. I could be wrong on that, but no, Zach, it feels Zach, like it. say it with confidence. You can say anything with confidence and it'll feel true. <laughs> Only problem is you can just search on IMDb and prove me wrong if I am. But uh, they're all there. It's a they're having a nice little wedding planning meeting with everybody, uh, and that goes fairly quickly. And then they move on to the main event of the night, which is of course Zach. Zach, you're skipping over one thing. Uh, what is that? Well, they're all gathered oh, except for yes. one cast member, our best boy Jimmy Gibbler. Yes, who yes, comes in? Is. You're right. You're right. You're who right. Comes you're in right. Having seen that the invitation says attire, dress, so he is wearing. <laughs> oh my god, a dress! Holy shit! This coincidence. Yeah. Oh my god. So before I was talking about it with Zach, and and I saw the thumbnail with uh, Steve in the tux, and I was like, does does Fernando wear a dress or something? Is that the thing Zach remembers that I don't? And he was like, uh, like he couldn't quite remember it himself, and like maybe no, he I, suspected. I <laughs> also did counter back with Harrison. Let's be honest here. If someone's wearing a dress, it's gonna be Jimmy Gibbler. And you were right! And I was right. Zach was right. <laughs> you were right! Zach was right. We're all throwing our hands up in the air in celebration. You guys can't see it, but I'm just letting you know. Zach was right. And Jimmy is out there defying gender roles and making it work. In his sequence, body con dress. He is killing it. I also want to say, I love how it's also implied in this scene and then later confirmed that Jimmy just has a collection of dresses for some reason. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Of course, because he's not defined by your heterosexual gender biases. Yeah, no, he he kills those dresses. Not literally, like he kills it as in like he's wearing them and he looks good. Anyways, I'm just going to go on. He says he shaved his legs for this. 
He did. He did. Which is more effort than I put into when I did drag. <laughs> we we gotta love a dedicated man. Yes. Harrison, I'm imagining you did drag, but you still had like the beard. Uh, I shaved my beard. I didn't shave uh, anything else though, so I still had okay. all the leg hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they decide. You know what? We're just gonna go on to the main event of the night, which is of course karaoke. And Matt gets real excited. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go first. It's going to be Michael Bolton. It's going to be fucking sweet. And then Steph's like, hey, Matt, uh, someone crossed out your name and wrote in Fernando, which already we're off to a great start. We get maybe the quote of the episode. Yes. So Matt goes up to Fernando. He's like, dude, what the fuck? He doesn't actually say what the fuck. Well, he says that's not fair. And then Fernando replies with, Life is not fair, <laughs> but Just in like the best possible with way. With the cheekiest smile. Oh yeah, like the cheekiest fucking shit-eating grin. Which just goes to show, I mean, we never let you forget it, but Fernando is maybe the best character ever on television. This is why, this yes. is why Fernando is our good sweet boy. Fernando was the OG sad boy, and this is one of those yeah. moments that makes you remember why we love Fernando so much. Juan Pablo de Pache, please come on our podcast. <laughs> we haven't said that in a while. I just wanted him to know, yeah. like, uh, Juan Pablo, I know it's been a while since we've asked you to be on our podcast. We just want you to know it's an open invite. So hit us up, man. Whenever you want to come on, we would be very excited to have you. Yeah. Whenever you're listening to all the full, Fuller House podcasts on the Internet, take yeah. a look at ours <laughs> and think, think of us because we really want think you. Think of us. <laughs> think of us because we're thinking of you. It's not not in a weird way because, like, we really enjoy your work. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say in the hierarchy of the best characters ever on television it's like fernando coach from cheers dr zoidberg <laughs> and, and and that's it those are the three best characters on those television that's it yeah that's it. yeah <laughs> which by the way by the way dr zoidberg real sad boy he is a real sad, sad boy. boy. Very sad. Or, or boy. a sad a crab. Theme. <laughs> sad crab man. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anyways, back to our other favorite sad boy, Fernando, the number one character on television, according to Mark. Uh, after that amazing life is not fair line, uh, he pulls out a backdrop, and his backup dancers, the f- Kimmy, the Fernandez. Jimmy in a dress, and Ram- yeah, the Fernandettes, uh, which consists of Kimmy, Jimmy in a dress, and Ramona, who just comes out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, I just I love so much that Jimmy is one of the Fernandettes. Yes, <laughs> and uh, they do a synchronized dance number while Fernando sings "Living La Vida Loca" by Ricky Martin and absolutely murders it. By the way, he, yeah, he, yeah, it is friggin' kills it. It is and beautiful. like I I like I said this is like my favorite Fernando mm-hmm. moment in the series. This might be like the greatest scene in any show ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this. It's um, Charlie Day explaining <laughs> Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> it's I am the one who knocks, and then all the other scenes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's Mark. always a, there's always a top three. Like as long as you make the podium. Yeah. Mark, you have to promise that if we ever become hacks and use our creative writing majors to uh, become BuzzFeed writers, you have to make that these exact lists uh, yeah. uh, the moment you get there. Exactly. <laughs> Number seven will surprise yeah. you. Number seven will surprise you. Um, <laughs> and number seven is just this scene from Four yeah. House. Yes. Oh, man. Well, this scene is number one. <laughs> and they're not typically... BuzzFeed lists aren't typically ordered. I don't know. I don't, I don't read BuzzFeed articles, but I feel like they're not typically ordered. Oh, maybe Because then why maybe would not. they be like, number seven would surprise... Then that would be fucking number one. <laughs> like, why is number seven the surprising one? If you're counting down... Why is it should be number one? I don't get it. What the hell, BuzzFeed? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna air out on my I'm gonna air out on my personal grievances with BuzzFeed. All right, all right, we got that. Fucking <laughs> Keith from the Try Guys. Why does he look so much like Grant from Coach? <laughs> How high do you think Tyler's blood pressure is right now? Let's <laughs> <laughs> to fucking edit reasons. this. T- Tyler's going to kill us. Number seven will <laughs> top, surprise top you. T- <laughs> top ten way- Top ten ways that we are going to kill Tyler one day. Top 10 ways that Tyler is planning on killing us in his head. Number 10, strangulation. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a description of like the history of strangulation. (laughs) 
And it's just like a detailed murder plot for all of us. Yes. Anyway, uh, uh, so, anyway uh, check out BuzzFeed or Watch Mojo for the top 10 ways that Tyler's going to murder us. <laughs> but anyway, live in La Vida Loca. And Gia yes. and Rocky show up. What? They show up like midway through the song and they're just standing in the doorway watching it. Personally, I feel like it would have been a lot funnier if they had come in, seen Fernando singing Live in La Vida Loca, and then like two seconds later just left without saying anything. That would have been wonderful. That would have been great. Except sadly, Rocky needs to be part of the plot, so she cannot do that. Um. Yes. (laughs) And, And this episode just keeps hitting us with thing after thing after thing. Jimmy in a dress. Live in La Vida Loca, and now Gia's here, and she recognizes Fernando from yes. her past. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Mark, do you want to take this one? Uh, well, I think she says, I know him. Didn't you dance at my bachelorette party? <laughs> Zoro? Actually, it's Zaro, because he didn't want to get sued. <laughs> Just the fact that Fernando Legally is distinct a male, humor was a male dog. stripper. Like, I... <laughs> Hey, humor dog. Hi. We need a spin off. Oh, oh, we're doing a humor dog now. So I didn't even notice the humor dog. I was just getting all up in my Well, I'm just rant. here to express my appreciation for other legally distinct characters. <laughs> Thank you, humor dog. I'm I'm just going to sit over there in case you need me. Thanks, okay. humor dog. We'll call upon you when we need you, humor dog. Your time will come eventually. Okay, just just going away, sitting back. <laughs> Anyway, I just I'm read a book. love. Okay, you do that. I, I, I need Does a Zach spin-off. Hate I need humor a pre- dog. What? Zach, do you hate yeah. humor dog? Are, are you no, I, I, I'm sorry. I just had a, I just had a rant that I needed. Go, I go like ahead, a, go a, ahead a with your rant. Go ahead with your that rant. That I just needed to get out there. Not that I don't love humor dog. Humor dog, I want you to know that I, I really love you. Appreciate not, that. not in like that way, but in like a friendship kind of way. <laughs> like I appreciate your work. It's not weird. Um, Zach, what's your rant? Please come on our podcast. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not really a rant. It's more so I need a prequel series of Fernando's life. Because, I mean, not only is he a famous race car driver, but now he's also a male stripper. Like, I just, I need to see what this guy's life is. I love so much. You know, we find out from the get-go, Fernando has all these sexual infidelities. Yeah. But but now we know he's just straight up, he was a stripper. He was a race. Wait, wait, wait. Was he a race car driver and a stripper at the same time? <gasps> yeah, that's the part yes. that confuses right? me. That's the part that confuses yes. me. Is that like, is that like, I mean, because at that point, if you're a professional race car driver in like Formula One, which I think is stated he was a Formula One driver, you don't need the money from stripping, which implies to me that he did it because he wanted to it's, do it. He's, it's yes. about the passion with him. He, yeah. he comes from a long line of exotic dancers, and he wanted to uphold the family name. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero name. Yes, that family yes. name. I, yes. Or <laughs> or other competing theory, and this might be, this is either a new spinoff or part of a spinoff we may have pitched before. Fernando yep. is like an international super spy. And all of these things yes. are yes. just like him being undercover. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yes. Mm. Or yes. he was he was taken in by the agency because of his skills as a race car driver. Him being a stripper was him undercover. He lived a real James Bond lifestyle. He had to seduce people for information. That's why he yes. cheated on Kimmy. It wasn't because he didn't love Kimmy. He had to for his job. But he couldn't tell her to protect her. He was protecting her. Hear me out. Fernando Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero, international man of mystery. It's just Austin Powers, but with Fernando. (laughs) My name is Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. Fernando. Fernando. Fernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero. We love our good sweet boy. We love our good sweet boy. This is like legitimately one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. Cause it's just so wonderful, and I love <laughs> we it. We are Man. 14 minutes into this episode, and we are not past scene one. But to be fair, oh no, <laughs> all of the shit happens in scene one. It is the craziest, and it is not yeah. done. We have not gone it's, to a new scene yet. It keeps going. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Because then we uh, get Summer Lovin'. Uh, well, actually... Oh, you're right. I do, want to, I do want to acknowledge one line that I really love, which is Gia looks at Jimmy and she's like, you're wearing a dress? And he says, perfect fit off the rack. And he snaps. Yeah, that was another thing. That was another thing where it was like, Gia goes and was like, you're wearing a dress? And he was talking. I was like, oh, please do like a snap at the end. And then he did. And I was very happy. Yes. I, I feel like this entire podcast has been just a giant crusade against toxic masculinity, and I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is our Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero Stan podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is what our Twitter, our uh, Instagram account began as. Well, so, that's I think that's still our uh, our bio on Twitter and Instagram, that- which, by the way, you should follow us at Fullest House Pod. Yeah. Follow us at Fullest House Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe. Do all the things. Engagement. Engage with us. Click the bell to turn on notifications. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to smash that like button. Donate to the Patreon we don't have. But sum- <laughs> Summer Lovin'. Summer Lovin'. Summer Lovin', yes. Had me a the, blast. Yeah, which is... Okay, Mark, I know we said earlier it was like a very smooth ride. We lied. This is like... We were, we were at the top. And then we do <laughs> I just, go right into crazy territory. I was gonna say I, I wanted to, my brain wanted to say it's it becomes a bumpy ride, but I almost said a chunky ride. <laughs> a chunky ride. A chunky, ride. <laughs> chunky. It is a very chunky ride. Yeah, and then we get summer loving, and it's so cringe because CJ and Matt are just sitting there staring. Yeah, because it's a duet between <laughs> yeah. DJ and Steve. Although then, uh, the, then first Jimmy and Fernando come in as Steve's backup singers, and yeah. the rest of the She Wolf pack comes in as DJ's backup singers, and then it gets yeah. real dramatic and emotional. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think really the best part of this was like, well, this thing you just see in the background Fernando and Jimmy like coming up and like snapping because they're gonna be Steve's backup singers. They yeah. just come in doing the. They do the whole tell me more, moves. tell me more. This is yes. musical bits. <laughs> <laughs> musical bits. That that's what it is, right? I I got I totally I I told that totally is not the right tune. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's a real moment between Steve and DJ, and CJ and Matt are very justifiably concerned. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the only two people there who are not a part of this musical number because they're just sitting on the couch confused like, hey, why are the people that we're dating hey, Steve? doing this together? Hey, Steve, we're engaged. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve, maybe don't do that. Maybe don't do a really heartfelt love song duet with your ex-girlfriend who you've been hung While up on for years. While your fiance is in the room. Yep. Yeah. Um. It's <laughs> cringe. But... Yeah. Rocky and Jay Money go off to study and we finally get a new scene. Yeah. Yeah. We moved on. Scene two. <laughs> scene two. <laughs> Rocky does not like Jay Money. <laughs> As evidenced by the fact that he's sitting there studying and she's just sitting on his bed doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think at one point he's like, hey, you want to study? And she's like, no, I don't want to study with you. And that's kind of the scene. And then Max comes in. And everybody's going to tuck him in goodnight and give him a goodnight kiss. And, and and Rocky Rocky has issues with this. This scene just gave me the overwhelming urge to punch Max across the room. Yeah. Yes, yeah, just worst wingman ever. Yeah, because yeah. Max says to Jay Money, like, Hey, where's my goodnight kiss? And Jay Money like is like, I don't, I don't kiss you goodnight. Isn't that right, Rocky? Who I'm trying to look cool in front of? Isn't that right, guys? Yeah. And then yeah. Max is just like, I cannot believe you looked me in the eyes and lied to me. And I'm like, this fucking kid. Jay Money, <laughs> you did a lie. <laughs> this fucking kid. Yeah. Max absolutely refuses to let Jay Money look cool for once. 
for once in his for life. For once in his goddamn Let life. Let him have this one thing. This girl likes him for some reason. No, she doesn't. Let him look cool. <laughs> no, she, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't they, like him. They were assigned to be study partners. Oh, they were assigned to be study partners? Oh, yeah, okay. remember, there's a line where she's where she's like, ugh, why did our teacher do that? And Jay Money's like, why does he put pills in his sandwich? He's not a well yeah. man. I feel like I feel like the teacher could definitely be in contention for Sad Boy of the Week, even though we haven't seen him yeah. on camera. Yeah. I think we've just, we seen him on camera like once the entire show. Yeah, he was he also very, very sad, sad then. Yeah. But I don't know. I, he's definitely like in contention. Maybe like an honorable mention for Sad Boy yeah. of the Week, which we'll get to later. But But Rocky is having none of this family's shit. Yeah, but then uh, DJ gets a text from Gia saying, hey, uh, the Tinder guy that I'm hooking up with, I'm not going to be able to pick up Rocky, so can she, like, stay over for the night? So Rocky's sleeping over. Yep. She's stuck in this house with these crazy people. This is how they get you. They they invite you over to study. And thus the purification of Rocky begins. And guys, the house for that night becomes... Just a little more full. Hey, I see what you did there. Even fuller house. <laughs> it's like it's like the title of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. It was a good joke, Mark. Thank you. So well, in the next scene, we have Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie uh, is upset that she wasn't invited to the premiere to a movie that she sold. Uh, Boy next door to. Yeah, she her they're using her song her in, a movie, in a movie and she wasn't at the premiere. Mm. But Barack Obama was there, Denzel was there, George Lopez was there. That is how Max frames it, and I am forever tickled by the fact that I mean, of course you know who he's referring to when he says Denzel, but like that he has to refer to Obama by first <laughs> and last name, and it's just like, no, and you know who Denzel is. <laughs> I also love that Obama and Denzel are in the same sentence as George Lopez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing against George Lopez. He was wonderful as Mr. Electricity Dodd <laughs> in The Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and who could forget his fa- the best show, George Lopez. <laughs> I, well, I think it's setting up a joke because Kimmy goes like, George Lopez! Oh, yeah. I know. I, I just I like making fun of George Lopez. <laughs> Mr. Electricidad. He does a good job. Mr. Electricidad himself. He does a himself. good job yeah. as Mr. Electricidad. Yeah, he did. No, I love George Lopez. <laughs> I'm try- There's one line in particular that, like, the image is in my head of him just doing way too much with it. But <laughs> I can't remember what the line is. I feel Mr. like I can't remember any, like, specific line. But he's just, like, yelling at a bunch of children. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Probably fucking Linus, am I right? Fucking Linus. (laughs) Everybody, go, if you don't know what we're talking about, go rent The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. (laughs) He yells something like, dreams are for for babies or something like that. We'll have to change Linus. Linus, We'll have to change your name to Minus. And it's like, oh, shit, George Lopez just roasted a kid. (laughs) Yeah, get that um, kid. <laughs> Fuck that kid right up. And, anyways, bully that child. Uh, anyways, this uh, and inspires you. Yeah, to get fucked eight year old. Like, hey, I I got a I got a I got a surprise for you tonight. Come to the living room and wear like a fancy dress or something like that. I don't know, dress up fancy. And it's like very much implied that he's just gonna do a red carpet premiere yeah. for her without explicitly well, saying it's it. It's implied, yeah. yet she says. What's going to happen? He's like, I don't know. It's a secret, even from myself. The idea is so good, it implanted in the subconscious mind. He had to dig it out like, through, like psycho, psychotherapy yeah, sessions. <laughs> like, that, that is what it ends up being. It's a red carpet thing, but, like, what else was he going to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was going to hold the filmmakers at gunpoint and uh, force them to do another red carpet premiere where they highlight Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was definitely the plan, but he decided to tone it down a bit. (laughs) But um, Mm -hmm. Rocky uh, comes downstairs. She is angrily wearing Ramona's pink pajamas. (laughs) 
I love that they couldn't have given her anything more subtle. It had to be Ramona's well, pink again. Pajamas. The whole the whole joke is yeah. she's being slowly indoctrinated yeah, into this family. Yeah, and also like cult. she didn't come over expecting to spend the night. Like she didn't yeah. bring her own pajamas. Yeah, know, and it's I it's mean, what's Ramona, the worst thing remember? for her to be put in? Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the implication. You're right. You're right. In the fiction, Ramona gave her those pajamas. Yeah, and also Ramona never like does she wear stuff like that a lot? I Am think I, I think she's been in pajamas. She has like pajamas. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because the Gibblers, I think. Yeah, yeah. We've definitely seen Ramona and Kimmy in matching pajamas. But I like the implication that Ramona just, like, hates Rocky for whatever reason. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I have less embarrassing pajamas, but wear these. <laughs> and yeah. thus the purification process has begun. It has yes. begun. Soon she will be one of us. <laughs> one of us, one of us, one of us, oh, one of us, just gonna di- one of us, one of us. Okay, I'm just done. gonna jump in here again for a second. In addition to humor legally, dog. that's me, legally distinct humor dog. In addition <laughs> to when legal, I, sorry, when I yell humor dog, can you add in like an applause track in there? <laughs> Thank you. In addition to legal distinction, I'm also an expert in cults. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> what I didn't you know, know you're such a cult expert, humor dog. So, so I actually dog. have to go. But if you have any questions about cults, just text me. <laughs> you came My in just to tell us. <laughs> Wait. Hold on a minute. You came here. You came here just to say that you are a cult expert, and then leave. guys, he's already gone. I don't. I don't know what you. Tyler, can you put in like a door closing sound <laughs> when Humor Dog leaves? We should just ask Tyler for more sound yeah, effects. I feel uh, like that's how. I'm sorry, Tyler. Yeah. Well, go. this is this is the number six reason why we killed Tyler. How we killed Tyler? <laughs> Asking him for more sound, sound effects. effects. Yeah. Uh, this podcast is slowly killing us all. Anyways, next scene. Yep. Uh, oh, actually, no. There is um uh, another thing where where Rocky is left alone with the baby and Ramona's like, hey, can you watch the baby for a second? And Rocky's like, no. But then Ramona leaves and then there's a really cute scene with Rocky and the baby. Yeah. She has a heart. She can't help it. They're indoctrinating her. She has a heart. They're forcing her. Guys, baby is cute. They are. Baby is cute. Baby is cute. And Rocky Rocky has to acknowledge that. She can't. Ha- she can't hate the baby like I do. <laughs> I was yeah, say, noted baby going- hater. Yeah, I was gonna say it was definitely a surprise coming from noted baby hater Mark Green. <laughs> She's going through the same season one character arc that you did, Mark. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. An episode. <laughs> exactly. So like, like we did it first. Like weird that you're ripping us off. What? Three years yeah. ago, Fullest has, but like we 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 made that joke. I don't. Yeah, we own that. Yeah. we own we that. Own that. Copyright yeah. Fullest House podcast. Copy, <laughs> copyright Good Time Boys twenty twenty. Copyright Good Time Boys Inc. Yes. <laughs> LLC. LLC. <laughs> LLC. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but but also also J Money we should say J Money oh, yes. comes in and sees her playing with the baby. Yes, she threatens him, then punches him, and we get maybe but apart from life is not fair the second best epi- line in the episode, which J Money goes, "Ow, that really hurt," and then he turns away and goes, "Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, <laughs> don't cry, don't cry, don't cry." It's so good. <laughs> I think this this episode has like the best Fernando line in the series, and also the best J Money line in the series. This is true. Well, the moment she punches him, I said, "Is this is this the episode where it's don't cry, don't cry?" Yeah, you said it like right before, and then it happened, and we all celebrated. Yeah. Yay! Yay! He said the thing. Yeah, but but you're right, Steve. There's a line. Steve calls DJ out of surgery. To help him pick out a tie and do, like, bridal shop shopping. I also want to note, he says he can't pick out a tie and he's stuck between two and they look exactly the same. Yeah. Well, obviously, you don't have the discerning taste that some of us do, Zach. 
Oh, well, I'm sorry, right. Mark. Jimmy Gibbler would be sorry, able I'm to recognize the differences between the fabric. <laughs> I'm sure he would, but I'm no Jimmy Gibbler. And yeah. I acknowledge that. I'm an inferior human being. We can all only aspire to be Jimmy Gibbler. Exactly. Yes. So there are two ties and they look the same. Yeah. And Berta does not care. I just, I just, I feel like, I feel like it says something that DJ left surgery to yeah, help Steve that's with like, this. That's yeah. like passed over. That's like that's like a throwaway line, and it's just never brought up. DJ is still so hung up on Steve, but also, oh like, did a dog die so DJ could help Steve pick between uh, two ties? Matt is there. I guess he. That's true. Yeah, Matt. Surgery. Matt can take care of it. Matt's a capable doctor. Yes. Yep. <laughs> And he, for some reason, is okay with her leaving to help Steve with yeah. his bullshit. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, he said it was an emergency. <laughs> okay. That's that's, that's, this is true. This is true. For all she knew, Steve was dying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're laughing. Veterinarian. <laughs> Steve could have been dying, and we're just well, laughing. He could, well, no, 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 no. He would have. No, I mean, if he had picked the wrong tie, he would have died on the wedding day from embarrassment. <laughs> that's true. That is so true. Also, is it normal to pick a white tie with a white shirt? Because he was wearing a white shirt, but he was wear it was wearing a white tie. Listen, I've just come to the conclusion that even though he was debating between those two ties, like Steve has a higher plane of understanding of the fashion world yeah. than I do. Yeah, it's probably true. So I'm just gonna accept that like it works. We're just we're just not we we're good time boys. We're not fashion boys. Exactly. Anyway, stay tuned for our next podcast, Fashion Boys. Uh, <laughs> fashion Boys, it's going to be a real hoot. Where we give we give really cold takes on fashion every yep. week because we don't know what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But but yes, the bridal shop owner person, Berta, who's got a real attitude. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's got she's got some tood. She's very angry today. She gives DJ a dress and say, try this on. And DJ very excitedly does. And she insists that DJ tries this dress on. Yep. Is it that Berta thought she was the bride or did she? Well, yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah, but at right. the same time, Berta's aware that the groom isn't supposed to see the bride in the wedding dress, right? So Berta just doesn't give a fuck. Berta, do yeah, guys, a, Berta, Berta don't give, a, give fuck. a fuck. We're look out, look out for our new T-shirt. Berta don't give a fuck. Yeah, coming <laughs> to you soon. <laughs> As Tyler points out, she's a pot stirrer. Yeah. When Berta shows up, you get you get into some trouble. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we, I, the characters don't immediately realize, but we immediately knew. DJ was trying on CJ's dress, which is yeah. so bad. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, DJ, get some boundaries. And then Steve notices, oh, my God, the, the tag on that, that's CJ's dress. And I had, uh, al I had already no. written, I had already written in my notes, DJ tries on CJ's dress, all like underlined with exclamation points. And then after mm -hmm. that, I wrote in all caps, she is in CJ's dress. It is bad. <laughs> oh this is God. a bad abort. relationship. Just abort. Yep. Bad situation. <laughs> DJ, yeah. you weren't even getting married. <laughs> Why were yeah. you trying on wedding dresses? But wouldn't you know, CJ shows up. Oops. What? <laughs> Oops. Ugh. I love that he immediately says, oh, we got to get that dress off right be before CJ gets here. And he looks out the window and CJ is right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, what? <laughs> like that timing. And the, they, they come up with the best plan, which is DJ, pretend to be a mannequin. It's so good. What a great idea. They put the veil over you her. Like which go to the bathroom or something. You or can Super see-through. And also, I want to point out, like, the, the poses that DJ does, because she moves. Because, like, there's a whole thing where it's, like, it's a whole bit where she's a mannequin, but she's also trying to leave the uh, the store in CJ's dress, so I don't know why that's a good idea. 
Yeah, also, the dress I, was, is gone. I was about to say, this is a bad plan because even if CJ doesn't figure out that that mannequin is DJ, like, CJ's it's there. Her it's dress. her dress. What's the... I... <sighs> yeah. It's times like this that I wish Humor Dog was here to offer us counsel. Oh, it's too Humor bad Dog. he's gone. H- Humor Dog, are you there? Humor Dog. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. I got to give him a call. Hold on. I'm just dialing his number right now. Okay, it's ringing. <laughs> I just want to point out that Zach literally lifted up his phone for this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I I literally picked up my phone and like fake dialing a number and then held it up to my ear and I'm like and it took me until you said that to realize wait a minute no one's gonna understand that I did that. audio format guys so that joke I got, got the call derailed. I came as soon as I heard ah <laughs> uh, humor dog he he picked up uh humor dog I'm sorry Mark had a question for you hold on you're on speaker Mark humor dog. <laughs> I'm just DJ's in CJ's dress and her feeling her and Steve's feelings are so tangled and twisted and just everything feels so uncertain right now. I just I wish I could have some advice from you or something, just something to make it all make sense. Well, Mark, you just have to realize that the world is confusing. It's often a dark, scary place. But you have your friends. You have your family. There are so many people who care about you, and if you just remember that they're there for you, you're gonna make it out all right. Humor Dog, I have a question. Shoot. If, if you walked into a wedding dress shop and saw that your fiance's ex-boyfriend was trying on your tuxedo, what would you do? Oh, you gotta, you gotta dump his ass. <laughs> uh, humor dog, humor dog, I, I also have a question. Right, okay, yep. Uh, okay, so if Timmy has 11 apples and he gives five of them to John, how many apples does Timmy have left? <laughs> I need to I know. Believe, I believe he has six apples. Okay, cool. Thanks, humor dog. <laughs> nice. Anyway, she's in CJ's dress. Nice. C- Sweet. CJ Cassidy. <laughs> CJ Cass- <laughs> Tyler Tyler is so upset with us. <laughs> uh, Tyler's going to kill us. <laughs> CJ catches DJ um and she's upset she can't wear her wedding dress now that took her so long to find because now Steve has seen it. Yeah. DJ says, well, I'll help you find a new one. And we're just shouting at the screen. Get out of this situation, DJ. The best thing to do is to just leave these two people alone. Yep. I also want to point out she could have like gone. To, she she couldn't have gone and like changed out of it using the changing room because Berta was on yep. smoke break in the changing room for some reason. Because Berta don't give a fuck. No. Berta don't give a fuck. At one point, Berta like has the gall to like poke her head out of the dressing room when DJ is explaining and say like don't pull, uh, throw me under the bus yeah. when it is objectively her it's fault. It's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> DJ's like Berta gave me this dress and told me to try it on. She said don't blame Berta. And he's also like, you know, if I, if I saw someone in my wedding dress, I'd fucking murder them. Yeah. <laughs> she's a and there's also a picture. She's stirring it. With Yeah, she's a podster. There's a picture of Steve with DJ in CJ's wedding dress. From, like, the shop, because she insists on taking the picture. And they're like, no, we're, Berta, we're not a couple. And Berta's like, ah, Berta, not interested in your life story. Anyway, smile for picture. This scene is a mess, and it's all Berta's fault. I, I know you don't give a fuck, but, like, maybe read the room a little, Berta. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, CJ immediately forgives DJ. Uh, because CJ's just the nicest CJ person. CJ's the nicest person. I feel like... There's more to work through here than just, I understand, DJ. You're still in love with my fiance, but that's not your fault. Anyway, we're going to be the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ is just the best. She's very nice. Yeah, she's wonderful. She Steve, is. You know what? You know what? I'm rooting for Steve and CJ now. Because CJ is, yeah. CJ's, yeah. 
They deserve each other. They deserve each other. Or maybe CJ deserves happiness. Maybe Steve doesn't deserve CJ, but I'm rooting for them. (laughs) Steve does not deserve CJ. CJ deserves happiness. I do have issues with the fact that CJ forgives DJ immediately because DJ's the protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. I and no other reason. It's just because we have the wedding episode in like two or three episodes and she needs to be in Japan. Yep. We need we need (laughs) we need DJ there. We need all the characters there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every character always has to be there. How weird would it be if Kimmy, Fernando, Matt, and all of the kids were there and not DJ? Like she like they just said. (laughs) Yeah, I just couldn't be there because CJ hates me that much. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what happened if like Matt, Fernando and like the kids just weren't invited and didn't go to Can- didn't, I almost said Canada and didn't go to Japan. I don't know why I almost said Canada. Well, I get them confused all the time. Oh, yeah, I know. They're so confusing. Japanada. Japanada. <laughs> we're going to make our own sovereign nation, Japanada. <laughs> Uh, anime three americans oh, Japan. That, no no no. we stopped <laughs> the joke there that was too good and too that was so quick and like one of those things where i'm like i hate it but i love it we're stopping the bit there okay anime 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 uh, <laughs> i hate myself for coming up with that mean like there's in friends where ross's fiance is uncomfortable with rachel being there because ross and rachel had a very serious romance and it's like Mm -hmm. yes i understand and then rachel flies to england anyway and it's a bad idea yeah Mm -hmm. um and she kind of ruins ross's life for a little bit Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) although it's my favorite ross season ross being sad is the best season. I, I think Ross. honestly, watching Fuller House has just become like our awakening to just the power of sad men in fiction. Yes, yes, of course. And how they're the best characters in literally anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. But like, I'm just saying, it would be really funny if all of her kids were in Japan for Steve's wedding, but DJ wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would also be pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, then we go to the next scene where Steph and Jimmy arrive at the house, the Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steph. I remember thinking, "Wow, Stephanie's dress looks a lot like Jimmy's dress from the beginning, but in purple." Yeah. yeah. So I also want to point out, uh, Stephanie is wearing a dress. Jimmy is not. Jimmy is not wearing a dress. But I, I point out that it looks a lot like one of Jimmy's dresses because then he opens the door. They do the whole red carpet thing. Someone asks Steph, "Who are you wearing?" And she says, "It's from Jimmy's collection of dresses." <laughs> It's yeah. from the Jimmy Gibbler collection. Why he has a collection of dresses? We just kind of accept it, and we love him for it. Yeah, I'd he has like many dresses. And it's good. She's wearing Jimmy Gibbler. You know that it's his brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a photographer, but his two his true dream is, is <laughs> to be a fashion, a, dress, designer. Dress a fashion designer. Yeah, dressmaking. Yes. Um, Rocky is wearing a frilly pink dress. She is fully acclimated. <laughs> yes. And uh, they they put on the movie. It's also I forget what the movie's called, but it's like some it's like some horror like movie franchise. R- Reaper two, or, the, like that. or like Reaper four, the Reaper Ring. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah, like something that. like that. De- it's like a Death horror Trap movie for the the Reaper Returns. I think is yeah, oh, yeah, okay. or something like that. And yeah. they play the movie, but there's also a very good line from yeah. Jimmy well, Gibbler. Well, well, Stephanie says like it. Well, it it only premiered l- last week, right? And Jimmy's. Jimmy says, it's already streaming on Netflix. They're taking over the world in a good way. He is the best <laughs> Netflix salesman. He's the this best. This is like Netflix. the second time yeah. he's done this. <laughs> he's the only one in this show who can break the fourth wall effectively. But yeah. also, like, you don't need to promote Netflix. We already have Netflix. <laughs> yeah, we're watching this on Netflix. Like, how are we watching the show if we don't have Netflix? Yeah. You don't need to promote your own platform that we're watching the show on. I want to say Netflix didn't ask them to do it and the writers just wanted to be trolls. Like, wouldn't it be funny if we promoted Netflix on a Netflix show, even though they already have to have the subscription? I feel like knowing this show, they'd be like, oh, we got to promote Netflix because otherwise, how are people going to continue to watch the show? (laughs) How are people going to watch it if they don't know where it is? Yeah. Given that they've already started watching the show. 
they're trying to guilt the one person who comes over to like their Netflix owner's friend. Like, <laughs> well, it's it's for all the people who are pirating Fuller House. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um. But they they put on the movie. Steph's song immediately plays. It's right. It's how the movie opens, I guess. Yeah, it's on like the radio. Yeah, it's on the radio. It plays for two seconds. For two seconds, and then the carnage starts. Yeah, um, and and Steph is which sad, is very bad pacing. But also, yeah. like, you you thought they were gonna score a scene in a slasher horror movie using the boy next door. <laughs> you really think they're gonna score a scene in a horror movie with a song in which the popular music video stars a baby and a dog baby just doing and cute a puppy. things? Baby and a dog doing cute things, musical bits. And that's our other spinoff, Baby and a Dog. Yes. Do they do they fight crime together or do, or do they open up a restaurant? Ooh. Uh, why not both? Ooh. Yeah, they do yeah. both. That's like their secret identity, right? Yeah, yeah. Every good superhero needs a secret identity. They use the, the restaurant to, con- to collect information about the mob. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. like a secret hatch in the kitchen, where the, which is like their secret lair, where the baby and the dog do superhero things. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's copyright trademark, uh, The Good Time, good time Boys, LLC. 2021. <laughs> 2021. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you make that show, you have to you have to pay us money. You have to credit us. You have to pay us money. Uh, listen, if there are any TV executives that watch Fullest House, we're we're giving you guys gold week we're, in and week we're, out. We're giving you guys gold. But Stephanie sort of says, I mean, it's a bit like my moment with Humor Dog. She <laughs> she's sad that they didn't really use her song, but she realizes. She has the people all around her who care about her. And she says, I love you guys. And Rocky says, and we love you. And then she goes, what is happening to me? (laughs) Because like, were Rocky's lines written by another person? She's so good. Yeah. I feel like she and Jimmy are quickly becoming the other two characters that could be in a better show. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Rocky is so good. We we now have a top three of characters that could be in a better show, and it's Ramona, Jimmy, and now Rocky. Yeah. Like, I feel like Fernando maybe could be in a better show, but he matches the energy of this show so much. He does. Yeah. Speaking of, they do La Vida Loca again. Oh God! <laughs> They're still living oh, La Vida yeah, yeah, Loca. Yeah. We end as we begin. Fernando decides at the end of this like really heartfelt moment, he's like, "You know what this moment needs? More karaoke." And then the backdrop comes down again, and he starts singing "Living La Vida Loca" again. And then Gia enters. It's like deja vu. It's like the first scene all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Gia's just like, "Hey, you guys have like this weird Ricky Martin problem. Like, what the hell?" Rocky, why are you wearing that? And Rocky says, "It's a cult. I had to adapt to survive." <laughs> best like, best character in the episode maybe years yeah. later oh, rocky writes sure. her memoirs my years yeah. in the fuller cult <laughs> my one night in the fuller cult yeah. <laughs> rocky's rocky's great rocky's the best yeah oh yeah but anyway uh steve the next scene is steve comes by it's 10 p.m he's got some like donuts i forget why he comes by he comes by to talk about like what happened at the bridal okay, shop. Okay, yeah, because I know I know DJ finally does what we've been shouting at her and Steve to do, and says, "I think once you and CJ get married, I'm gonna have to kind of step back a little um, yeah, out of respect for CJ." Hey, DJ, this isn't about you. Yep. Hey, DJ, and she finally realizes it. Yeah, she finally yeah. realizes maybe this isn't about you. However, they frame this like it's a really bad thing. Like they really cannot function as friends at all unless they're being super weird with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to bring up the fucking ending of this scene and the oh, episode yeah. as a whole. Yeah, oh, God. is that yeah. like Steve leaves and it cuts uh. back to them singing "Summer Love" and like the very end, like that slow part, and we're all just groaning. It doesn't cut back to. Well, no, it, it doesn't it just, it. It plays it. Plays it, yeah. it again. It it's a reprise. Yeah. yeah, it's a reprise. It's a reprise, and I think yeah, we so all we got a reprise of both of the karaoke songs. Oh yeah, I guess I guess it works then. I'm I'm for yeah. it. I was about to say we all we all groan and go fuck this shit, um, <laughs> but uh, no no, it's actually very clever. It is. 
But it's also just like, I don't know, you can't go from Fernando's Living La Vida Loca to this cringe version of Summer Lovin'. This is true. Mm. It's just like, it's just the emotional whiplash that comes with it. They have them yeah. both looking very wistful. They're obviously in love with each other. And yeah. it plays the slow ending of, as it of fades Summer to Lovin'. Black. As it fades to black. <sighs> and that's the ending of the episode, which brings yep. us to the ending of our episode and our favorite segment, Sad Boy of the Week. Sad Boy of the Week. Sad Boy of the Week. Tyler, add some like air horns in there as well. Make it like real hype and stuff. All right. Who do we have for nominees this week? I have a Dark Horse nomination. By, by the way, the song is called Summer, Summer Nights, Tyler. Uh, is it called po- Summer Nights? Points, points that out. Uh, we don't want to oh. embarrass ourselves. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Tyler suggested a really good Dark Horse nominee I had Ooh, not thought yeah. of at all. Yeah. Which is, of course, Rocky. Yeah. yeah. I, that makes sense. That's a very yeah. good Dark Horse nomination. I was, I was, it's like, I don't want to give it to him too much, but I feel like Jay Money should be in the conversation. Yes. Yes. For the Don't um, Cry line. <laughs> but yeah, Rocky, Rocky is a good Dark Horse nomination. Honestly, I feel like this might be weird considering like how much we talked about how much we loved everybody in this episode, but I feel like our normal contenders weren't exactly sad no so i no. feel like my nomination i feel like i gotta give dj a nomination maybe dj yeah yeah sure yeah yeah and just can we like acknowledge not like in serious contention but like honorable mention to the teacher honorable mention school. to the teacher <laughs> yes he doesn't appear on screen but he is very sad he yep. he can't even take his pills normally so he puts them in his sandwich <laughs> yeah. yeah he's not a healthy man I uh, I'm trying to think. Should I should I should I run through? I think those are. The, I think that's uh, those are the only nominees yeah. that are coming. To yeah, because I, I feel like our our usual our usual contenders like our usual suspects like Fernando and yeah. Steve they weren't really sad this episode. They were just kind of they were just kind of great. Yeah, yeah. I um. But so should I run through the cases? Go for it. Okay, I'll start. I'll start with teacher, which is uh, he puts pills in his sandwich. <laughs> and puts Rocky, probably the smartest girl in summer school class, with Jackson with Jay Money. <laughs> Jay Money. I almost referred to him by the false name. Yeah, the um, false idol. <laughs> the false. But uh, Jay Money's case, I think we could get more into the details, but I think it could be summed up in six words: Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that all I should say about J Money? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's just that, and he tries to look cool in front of Rocky and fails yeah, yeah. He he, Max calls him out for lying and saying that he doesn't kiss Max goodnight every night. <laughs> Poor um, J Money. <laughs> and and two two instances of don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, because Rocky does punch yes. him again before she leaves. <laughs> yes, um, that is true. DJ is. Let's see. Uh, still very much in love with her engaged ex-boyfriend. While she's dating another man. Yeah. Sings a whole duet of summer nights with him in front of in front of her her boyfriend. And his fiance. Yeah. And his fiance. She leaves mid surgery, which presumably she's performing with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. To go help her ex-boyfriend pick out ties. Of course, she was told it was an emergency. She leaps at the chance to try on a wedding dress, even though she's not getting married, which which I understand there might be an allure, but also, hey, hold your horses, DJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, sorry. You finish this first, but I have another surprise on She wears the dress of her ex-boyfriend's fiance. <laughs> I repeat, she's wearing the dress of her ex-boyfriend's fiance. Yeah. Pretends to be a mannequin so as to not get noticed. Fails at that. Fails at that. Fails at that. It's bad sneaking out behavior. Also, I just want to acknowledge, it seems like CJ has, like, terrible eyesight because she's just, she keeps looking and she's like, yep, that's a mannequin and not a woman I have met many times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then eventually it's like the third time where she's like, "Wait a minute, wasn't this mannequin like over there and also over there?" Oh, it takes until the third time because she has to freeze because 
she opens the door and there's like a ding sound. That yeah, plays. yeah. Well, I understand the first time she's like on a pedestal and then when she's not looking, she goes and she's hiding in with a bunch of other mannequins at the front at the window display. Um, it takes DJ just freezing in front of the door in the middle of the room for CJ to notice her. Yeah. This teleporting this, mannequin. But also, this human woman is very clearly not yeah, a mannequin. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Again, like, you've met DJ before. She has your yeah. face. <laughs> yes. Uh, is that it for DJ? I think that's uh, it for that's DJ. It for okay, DJ. I'd like to bring up Steve as a nominee as well. Steve, Steve, I uh, think, is a yeah. good nominee. Steve yeah. uh, does a duet with his ex-girlfriend, who he is still very much in love with, even though he is engaged. He does this in front of his fiance and and her boyfriend. Not his fiance's boyfriend, DJ's boyfriend. Pulls DJ out of Pulls surgery. Pulls DJ to out of surgery out to help him pick out a tie because he can't choose between two white ties. <laughs> oh, my, my favorite Steve line in the episode is when CJ discovers DJ. She says, why are you wearing my dress? And Steve goes, yeah, why are you wearing my dress? <laughs> oh, Steve. Uh, and yeah, stops by. At, he's uh, freaking out. He comes up with possibly the worst plan to hide DJ, which is pretend to be a mannequin and sneak out with her dress. Oh, God. Um, he comes around. He offers DJ a maple log, even though he's eaten all the maple logs. Yep. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much his case. That's it. Yeah. All right. Is then, that... uh, Rocky, 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 Rocky. Our yes. dark horse candidate. <sighs> Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> Uh, walks in on this family singing Livia. Well, first she's assigned as study partners with J Money, <laughs> which is a fate worse than death. A fate worse than <laughs> I death. Mean, okay, okay. On in in defense of that, to be fair, we have seen in previous episodes. First of all, it's summer school. The the yeah. bar is very low. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Second of all, it has been shown with J Money and his friends in previous episodes. J Money is the smart one <laughs> out of his friends. This is true. This is yeah. true. It is entirely possible the that J-Money and Rocky like, are the smartest ones I'm, in this summer. I'm just school. saying yeah. she could have done a lot. She could have been with Mankowski this for is, all I care. This yes. is true. This is true. This is true. Who probably would have thirsted after Gia for the entire time. That should have yeah. been off. Rocky and Mankowski becoming study partners. Mankowski thirsts over Gia. And, anyway, I, I, um, I just mean it in that she very much does not want to be study partners with J-Money. No. Uh, she's dropped off at his house in the middle of La Vida Loca. <laughs> um, she uh, bears witness to <laughs> Max's long, long tucking in ritual. <laughs> um, she is forced then to the night forced the to spend the night at the Fuller house. She's trapped with these people. Uh, she's given... Im- the most embarrassing pajamas of which J money takes a picture. Yep. Because he without is, her consent, without her he consent, trying to get killed by her. Um, yeah. Well, yes. well yeah. I think she says, delete that photo or I'll delete you from this planet. Yeah. Which, which is a pretty good line. Yeah. She, pretty good r- line. She threatens to kill J money. Her brain starts to get invaded by this family. She, she snuggles the baby and gives him a cookie and Jay Money walks in on it, embarrassing her. And it just keeps, she keeps slowly getting indoctrinated into this family. She's wearing a dress. She finds herself saying things like, and we love you too. Because her One mom day. just left her with these people to get lucky with her Tinder date, whose name she does not even know. <laughs> yes, that is. this is true. This all, all right. happened... In one day. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, okay, to me, I think it's really down to J-Money, Steve, and Rocky for me. Okay. Or maybe yeah. maybe DJ. Steve and no, DJ are kind I, of like. I, I, <laughs> so that's all the nominees, Zach. Is that everybody? Yeah. yeah okay. Everybody. It's, it's yeah. between everybody. It's, it's, it's between Steve no, DJ, no, no, I took out J the teacher. Money, I took out the teacher. J Money and Rocky, I took out the teacher. who we nominated as a as as a special honoree. As an honorary. I, 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 okay, fine. I'm torn. I don't know who to pick. Okay, I think I'm gonna vote for our dark horse, Rocky. 
Uh, me too. I I'm gonna yeah, vote for I, her. Yeah, I like because... honestly. I think Rocky was probably yeah. my front runner. I I'm fine with this. Rocky, because she's so her her sadness, her trials and tribulations are just by far the funniest and the most uh, yeah annoying like, for her character to go through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part of me wanted to vote for J Money just for the don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. So I feel like I'll just throw him like a pity vote, even though like I, Rocky still wins because majority. Sure, because like yeah. I feel like he has to get a vote because of the don't cry, don't cry line. It's wonderful. It's one of the oh, saddest yeah. moments oh, oh, in the entire oh. series. And I think that was like really the moment yeah. where in our first watch that we realized, oh, he really is just sad. I, I, I think you've identified that moment as many times throughout these past two seasons. Maybe. But it's definitely one of those moments where we're just like, I, I love we love we our, love sad, our boy. sad boy. We love our sad boy. But yeah. today we have a sad girl. Today we have a sad girl, yes. Rocky. I think this is her first. Yeah, that's her first. Win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, her it first. is. Yeah, it's got to be. First nomination, right. first well, win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach, mean, you want to take us home? One for one. Yeah, sure. All right. So that is going to do it for another episode of the Fullest House podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and may your dresses be from the Jimmy Gibbler collection. See you guys next week. 